Maybe they did actually move. This might be a new house. Oh, they moved. Oh my god, y'all moved in? Oh my god. No, 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 no. Nah, nigga, you play. Look at his face. Where are you at then? Is your house? Uh, Yo, I'm actually visiting my parents right now. Nah, you lying, nigga. Yeah, he lied. Definitely bought a house. Definitely a homeowner. A house. Definitely a homeowner. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Somebody, you clap it in. All right, three, two, one. Boss, it was still slow. Nah, I heard someone was slow on that. That's, nice that's you, you, man. Can't blame me anymore. I'm got the nice new camera, and it's still slow. <laughs> I like we thought it was the a... camera. It's just you. Yeah. I don't know about that. I like that, how this is authentic. We don't edit for content. This is this is all live and direct, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. Uh, we literally don't plan much. We just. Uh... <laughs> it feels like it's it's been a while though since uh, I seen your all your faces. Well, we took a week off last like week. That. Yeah, we took last week off, and I think there's been a couple of weeks for you know random people missing here and there. So. Mm-hmm. And we still don't have everybody today. Abby's missing, so. Well, he told us that uh, you know his wife is more important than us. So I mean, I, I'm I'm ashamed that he would say such a thing to me. I mean, he's basically out of the group at this point. Uh, yeah, no, f- him. Yeah, let's do a podcast wife, with his wife. Let's do a podcast with your wife called Home Renos. Yeah, let's just. Let's just, yeah, let's just... <laughs> I didn't say that though. That's 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 a little much. I didn't say that. No, but for real, we we uh, we love you, Abby, and, and good luck. Uh, but uh, f- you too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, that's over <laughs> that's, the top. Dude, that, I thought that was going good. That took a swerve one, at the end. Flagrant two almost. <laughs> so what's been happening in the last couple of weeks, guys? If I'm being honest, it, it feels like everything uh, that we all hoped was going to be on hold and COVID was going to slow down and do this and do that. I think it all has just been kind of like a dam breaking has just been released in the last like two weeks. Like everybody's just playing catch up now and it's like, okay, it. this is life. Just everything. We need to get on top of everything that we waited too long for. Yeah, like, like, Whoa, what are you talking about? Oh man. From, from work to everything, like even with the kids going back to school, like it just feels like these last two weeks has just been crazy. Actually, like, like life just seems like it's just been like, okay, all right, everybody, uh, summer's coming to an end. Real life is happening, and we have COVID, so... Yeah, so, it, it feels a bit like everyone kind of was just was treading water for a while and just sort of waiting for everything to blow over, and then all of a sudden, everyone sort of looked at their calendars like, oh, August is almost over. Like, we got to get... Exactly. Shit. We actually got to start doing shit. Like, yeah. we got to... You're right. The last couple of weeks sort of felt like everyone sort of suddenly kicked into gear of like, all right, you know what? This this pandemic's happening, but other still going on, and you know we've got the election seems to be starting to heat up in the states. An election got cold in Bermuda, so we got an election coming up in two months here. Um, yeah, schools going back in. Yeah, it seems like a lot's just sort of crammed into the last couple of weeks. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I, I saw my nephew on the weekend. 
and it was a weird it was like a weird thing and he's been doing apparently he's been doing this thing now i mean but i was thinking about it we talked about this a couple of episodes back about you know kids and how they're developing through all this and it was strange because you know you know dogs bark and stuff when somebody's at the door right so you know he's a kid and he hasn't been hanging around other kids and i swear i think he's like picking up on like dog like you know signals so when when somebody's at the door he starts crying (laughs) he starts crying and screaming like the dog and then the dog is screaming and then he's screaming but then you come in the house and he just looks at you and he's just kind of and then he starts barking and i was like what what is happening right now his nephew is barking oh oh, he's, he's like two but it's like he has, but he hasn't been hanging out with other kids. You know, this is the age where you know you start going to kindergarten, you start punching other kids and hanging out and eating sand and touching toys. But you've been isolated, so now can he's I just like, say, can I just say you are probably the only person who can make the phrase "touching toys" sound what? really, really bad. I don't think you were like punching people, eating sand, touching toys. I was like, what? I was like, touching toys. I was like, how dare they touch toys? <laughs> look, 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 man. Look. All I'm saying is, he, it, it seems like he's been picking up on dog signals. It's strange, man. He, like he, anything the dog's doing when you know, with regards to like new people, he starts picking up on it. And it's, I imagine that might be happening for other kids. I don't know. So you're saying he's starting to like bark at the postman and stuff now too, or he might, man. He might he's start chasing. It, well, okay, that that's too much. <laughs> that's my nephew you talk about. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> he might be sniffing butts. I don't know. The last time he saw you, you he just ran around a couple times around circles around you, and then. Well, the last time I, I saw him, he didn't really know how to walk. So. Yeah. Never mind. Now, now he's running around, but he's also like one of those big two-year-olds like he looks like he's been in the backyard like jimming like one of those dudes are just up in prison just pumping weights like he looked buff for like a two-year-old and apparently he has been beating up kids apparently he's been like when he does see other kids he just knocks them down you know so that's where you gotta they touch his toys that's why probably (laughs) yeah now you say that I, I didn't think I did think about it a little bit. My nephew would be going back to school in a couple of weeks, but he's I, he's homeschooling this semester or staying home this semester. Huh? But oh I mean, he's you know teenager, and that's still life skills you got to learn when you're trying to socialize with other people, right? But yeah, I mean, to be yeah, honest, homeschooling that's different. I saw this clip of uh, this kid getting homeschooled. And to make sure the child behaved, the uh, mother was right beside him, but she hid the belt under the camera, under the table. <laughs> <laughs> she had the belt ready to go beside him. Damn. Oh, wait, wait, just for context, what country was this video filmed in? Probably in America. Oh, then they, they're being kids in America now. Okay. Probably in the South, man. Yeah. In the South. Better than them shooting them. Yeah, wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, uh, I mean, I think the uh, the buck has been passed on that one. I mean, it's uh, yeah, I, it's it's not surprising anymore at this point. I would say <sighs> so. There's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to top it all off, this whole nonsense, everything happening in the last two weeks of everyone 
suddenly kicking into gear and the, the year sort of see, it was like the year sort of started where everyone was like, okay, now, okay, we got to get done. We can't keep, you know, and then on top of all that, you know, some cops go and shoot a guy seven times in the back. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, things up. are kicking no. off, right? You, you got to get it done. Uh, year we're down on our uh, negro quarter shoot that guy seven times that's uh seven one absolutely unbelievable not much you can say about it at this point <laughs> yeah so yeah you're right it's it's, it's 2020 has felt very disjointed like the whole year has just felt very disjointed and and the last couple of weeks have just sort of been another random tangent where just suddenly everything seems to be you know, converging into one. And then I feel like probably September, October to quiet down again. And we'll feel like, okay, well, I mean, doing? I don't know though. Well, like with all this ramp up, I mean, there's all this talk of the second wave and everybody's like, Oh, it's coming. It's coming. And people are screaming. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it seems like it's kicking off in a couple countries already, you know, some European see, states. I, I don't feel like a lot of, especially the countries in the West, you know, you know, I'll talk about the states and, and even Canada to some extent. I don't, I don't know if this, I don't know if they finished their first wave. Mm. Like to me, the the first wave would be like genuine serious lockdown. You get rid of all the cases that you have, and then when you open things back up, you'll start getting some cases again. But I don't feel like Canada or the states in particular they didn't lock down anywhere near firm enough to have completed a first wave. Like they're still in their first wave. This is still it. Like they never, they never locked down. So like. I wouldn't say, I mean, I think like I'm thinking of like Ontario anyway, where there's definitely like a peak and then a trough. We're in the trough right now. And it looks like it's going back up, but I'm wondering, you know, if, if like it's getting cooler here where I live in Ottawa now that people are going to be less inclined to be going out and socializing. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, would that keep people home more? Would that be likely to keep people more home, and so not to spread it around? Or do you think? Well, I mean, well, these couple people weeks, people are going to be getting up to Libra season, man. All those New Year's <laughs> babies. There's so many September birthdays. There's yeah. going to be a lot of stuff happening in September. There's so many September birthdays. Always. No, no, no but I mean, just to uh, Nathan's point, I think as everything is ramping up, you know, that realization of all oh, August is almost over. You know, so is that inclination of, oh, my gosh, you know, patio season is almost over. The summer is almost over. And, yeah, there might be a couple of people doing some, you know, uh, questionable things, just trying to take advantage of the sun and what have you, especially, you know, up, you know, up north here where we know that when the fall comes and it starts getting cool, like it, it really is like cuffing season. Like, you know, before COVID, people were already like, trying to find somebody to hide out with for the winter. So it's not going to be anything different. And it might be better, but that said, that period before that coming season might be worse this time around. Good thing Fawcett's set. So when I, mean, you get- I mean, Fawcett got a new house. They moved in. They, you know, the, the, par- the in-laws are living with them. Dogs under the same roof. Everything's good. Just missing the kids now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man i feel like I these do, conversations have I, been had. Do find, I do find <laughs> interesting in our in our little in our friend group from from boarding school there's only what two of us that have kids so far 
And at 30, at 31, we're all 31, 32 around that age now. That's actually you pretty rare that, that this many of us, well, okay. Pretty rare that they're, they, you know, the majority of us don't have any kids yet. Uh, planning hmm. out our future more? I don't know. Is I don't it know. though? I think it is, man. I think by, by 31, I would, I imagine, it'd be interesting to find out what like the population, the percentage of 31 year olds around the world have kids and then compare mm. it to the percentage of our group of, you know, 10 or 12 that are in, in the group chat that only, mm. two, that only two have kids so far. Mm. I, I know that right about now and a lot of, uh, you know, friends, people I went to university with and stuff like that are like, oh, you know, they either have one kid on the way or they're, you know, yes, we're, you know, we're trying for kids. I know that this is anybody, again, you know, it's gearing up. This is that time, you know. And COVID probably opened up a lot of people's eyes and said, "Look, it's now or never" type situation. Yeah. But I don't. Do you really think that it's it's rare though? I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I feel like it is. I feel like I know for definitely you know two generations before us, so like our parents' generation, definitely would be very weird for their generation to to have a group of friends of thirty-one year olds and only two. Have oh kids. yeah, I mean that for sure. Very very weird. Not weird's not the word, but like just you know, it, it wouldn't be the norm. Uncommon. Yeah, uncommon. Yeah, yeah uncommon. No, no, but I, I would say that I feel like that age keeps pushing back. You know, as uh, our generations, I would say, become more um, tech savvy, and our main sources of income keep shifting from primary and secondary industries to more tertiary industries. I feel like that number keeps pushing further and further back. Do you, think it's also, so, do you also think that a lot of kids our age, or I call us kids, um, a lot of people our age just don't want to have kids? I feel like that number is a lot higher than it was the generation before us that don't yeah. want to have kids. The number of people who are like, ah, I'll just wait it out. I mean, <clears throat> the number of people our age who are like freezing their eggs, that's yeah. also higher. Or actually have her though, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. There's only a certain age limit that you can push it back to, right? Or unless you got to start freezing eggs. I do. I mean, I do. I, you're right. I definitely think that there's a lot of less. There's definitely a higher percentage of, of people our age that don't want to have kids or maybe just can't, you know, because of our generation has just been persistently seems like stuck in some sort of recession, et cetera, that like you know, it's difficult to afford kids right now. And yeah, I was just going to say that it's like whole financial yeah. issue, do, right? It is. And, and, you know, millennials, we're millennials in, in that in that age bracket, we've just been constantly screwed by, by recessions. I mean, you know, just coming out of college, the recession in 2008 hit. So most millennials couldn't get a job right away. And then mm. all of a sudden, right around the age of 30, when millennials are starting to find their feet and starting to get careers and settle down, now COVID hits. And so, you know, we're back into this, this, other, this, this different type of recession that millennials just, we never seem to be able to recover. Like, <laughs> I mean, we might just need a different model, you know, we might need to kick it medieval style, you know, pop out like 12 kids, you know, play, play, play the game of numbers. One so of those kids going to do yeah, some good. Who is going to afford that? Yeah, who's going to be one giving 12 right now? You know, run a farm, you know, live off the land. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, 
faucet. I mean, I think he got the he got the house already. Uh, in, the in-laws <laughs> in, so he might be on the way. You know, one might be on the way for the twelve. Uh, three max, three max, three max. Oh, oh my three. god, that's, that's what you're telling me right now. Three max. for three, Damn. maxed out, right. capped out. I'm gonna have to tie my tubes. That's Everything a lot out there. Hey, tie your tubes. How many you got after three tubes are done? I don't think oh, no, the men whoa. get their tubes Wait. tied, though, do they? Yeah, it's it's get a vasectomy. Snip, snip. That's the snip, other snip. snip, snip. That's not a tubes tied. Whatever it is, it's not good. Tubes is specific to women. That's okay, but, but here's the thing, though. The here's the thing, though. If, if you get a vasectomy, right? If you get a vasectomy, I can't imagine that busting is the same. I mean, do you no, want to deprive yourself? You get some ghost phantom feel. You get the ghost phantom feel. Exactly. Yeah, you don't, you, you, you don't want to bust tell. and just hear. Yeah, well, yeah, I wonder like my dog. Oh, like when you oh, when you it happens, if you can, like, if you know, you're like, right, there's nothing there anymore. Oh, I've been okay. So I work on a job site. Well, I work. I've worked on construction sites, and there was one of the foremen who was going. He had two kids. I think I just finished his third kid with his wife, and he just was going, finished it. Eh? Well, sorry, his wife just had a third kid. <laughs> and he was going for a vasectomy. And one of the general foremen, like they were, we were all pretty close. He just looked at him and said, it's just not the same after. He oh, just said, oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, man. You need, you need that shaft buildup. Yeah. You know, you need that shaft buildup. You can't get that when you get a vasectomy. You don't want that. You know, you, know, you, know, you know that feeling when you're going on a roller coaster and you get into that top? <laughs> And your heart's like going, that's what you will never have that again. Imagine if you just started at the top. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. Exactly. It would not be the same. It wouldn't be quite as big. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That build up. Open your eyes, you're already going down. I get what you're saying. I get it. I get it. I rate it. That's a decent analogy. I like it. I like it. So I was curious. I was curious about the whole freezing. Do you know how much it is to freeze your eggs? I was curious. And I looked it up oh, on. Was it just, like thirty grand? Well, it's ten grand to extract, and then a couple oh. hundred bucks a year to store to them, them, and then wow. do IVF. So you gotta do like a bunch oh. of tests before. Six to ten I know, grand. I know IVF is expensive, and you get like, wait, wait, wait. it's like back, it's like a back. one shot. Like you get six yeah. grand, you get like one shot. If you want to take another shot, it's another six grand. Like, exactly. Yeah, and it's not covered by any like provincial health yeah. insurance. Yeah, and it's only like, like it's only like a twenty-five percent chance that it'll work. Right, but I, but I hear they usually end up having like twins, triplets, quadruples, because that shit is concentrated. That, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. Right. But, but, but dial it back, though. It costs 10 grand, right, to extract the eggs. And yeah. then you have to pay ransom for them to keep your eggs? No, you got to pay rent. <laughs> Re- exactly. Dude, somebody's that, that's ransom. Somebody's that sending you a right? ransom note like, they that got- they call an invoice, and they're saying, we got your eggs. Well, they got to keep, gotta keep them on ice, right? So they got to keep them in give us, some like, cryogenic. So eggs go outside. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I actually ran on the news. Right. Someone, uh, someone looted a uh, storage center and took like all oh. the semen from a storage center. What? So what like, what, what? What kind of insurance policy covers you for that? But what are you like, doing with that? What's who's hey, doing that? Don't ask me. This very rare individual. What need Holy. do you have for that amount of semen? You just want to piss somebody off, man. Uh, <laughs> that's some wow. real ransom okay. right there. That's some. Real that's ransom. some. That's, yeah, that's some ex. That's some ex girlfriend <laughs> being real pissed off, but she doesn't know. She doesn't know who's who's. So she's oh, like, I'm taking it all. Fuck it. Right. Taking it all. Jeez. But I wow. mean, I've, okay. 
Right, right. Like, how do you defend against that, or not defend, but how do you like security? Like, so. I mean, isn't that what you're paying the hundred for, or whatever, like to make sure they, you know, I guess keep so. their shit on ice? Yeah, they do. They give your money back at that point. I would hope so. I'd almost feel safer if they stored it in some transportable container for you at your place or something yeah, else. Yeah, but I mean, it depends. Depends how secure the location. They gave you the freezer, yeah. like a little mini freezer that you're supposed to something. keep it in. Yeah. You guys are thinking of like the little cryogenic thing from yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, where it's got a little, the little cryogenic yeah. cylinder. Yeah, yeah. yeah just <laughs> keep it in like a secret spot. You normally know yeah. the code. It opens exactly. up. Yeah, yeah. Looks like shaving cream. The barbersaw container. Yeah, the barbersaw. Yeah, yeah. Dry ice everywhere. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, no, but seriously you should be able to sue at that point because imagine you said oh, okay you know i'm i'm you know i'm going to make a couple of deposits and then i don't know some crazy accident happens your balls get lopped off and now you were counting on those deposits to start mm-hmm. your family and somebody came in stole everybody's deposits you know unfroze or, them yeah. poured them down the drain what have you you should be able to sue like you you have just stopped me from being able to now start my family is that something you get on your own, like your own insurance? You know, like you get house insurance, car insurance. Yeah. Do you get like sperm insurance? Hey, I'm sure there's got to be some contract you have to yeah, sign. Sure it might. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like sperm insurance is one of those things where you know, like uh, the ability to start a family is something that an insurance company just like that's act of God level stuff. We cannot insure against that. Check it, Chen. We're going to come back to you. I want to know. Can you get know, sperm insurance? I know about sperm insurance. <laughs> Or is that just life insurance? Can do it. So in the instance, in the instance that, uh, you know, you do go and you deposit some sperm, right? You go, you deposit some sperm, and you do get your balls lopped off two years down the line, right? Two years down the line, your balls get lopped off. And now somebody is about to steal the sperm, whatever, from the bank, what, what have you, and break through and steal all your sperm and stuff. In the instance that you are aware of this and you know about this happening beforehand, right? You have two choices. Or you, you can stop the person that did this, or you can go back in time and stop the accident that took your balls. I'd, what I'd, would you That's pick? crazy. I'd, I'd because... keep my balls. I'd keep my balls. You keep your balls, really? <laughs> And you, and you, like, in that well, time I, that I you lost your balls, more. like, what if your life got better? And, like, things, you know, things took off for you, you know? But I can produce you, more sperm. Right, but you lost That's your balls, but thing. your business took off, and it was crazy. And, but why, you know? how, how are those things tied to me losing my balls? Like, just, because two years, two years passed, and you lost your balls. In that two yeah, years, a lot says- has happened. But you're saying that if he gets his balls back, he's going to be so sex crazy that he can't recreate that history all over, like recreate the future. Yeah, you're, you're saying that well, you, is, you don't... my life taking off is because of my balls getting yeah, shot. Exactly. Well, in this scenario, yeah. Because he's a eunuch. It changed life... your personality, changed who you were a little bit, tweaked you. And, you know, certain things that might not have gone your way went your way. What if it got worse, though? In this scenario, it got better. Okay, we well, so, gotta put that in the scenario then. Okay, okay, I, I put it in the scenario now. I put it in the scenario now. Are you gonna go and stop this lady and be like, "Oh, you know, that's my thing. I'm gonna keep on life the way it is," or are you gonna go back and say, "You know what? Maybe I just want my balls back." 
Do things ever get better for Unix? Like, look at Grey Worm and all them. <laughs> and Game of Thrones, how, is there, how is their life better now that they're a eunuch? <laughs> okay, I mean... First of all, I, mean, I, I, love, lots... I always love when people bring up fictional characters to make their point. I, I always yeah. love... <laughs> so, we'll start there. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Good, that's... I don't know, you know? Unix, so I don't know. I couldn't ask them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Unix lived a good life back in the day. I mean, you get to be like in charge of the harem and stuff. You know, you get to be in like a, a symphony opera. You yeah, know, you that was back in the day. That's not today. Okay, okay. What, okay, but what uh-huh. can what can Unix benefit society? Well, I'm saying they can't, but like they can't benefit. Society. How do you benefit these days from being a Unix? Yes. What, what advantage? Do yeah. You what are have? the pros? What are the pros? Um, I guess you could. Theoretically, you could. Nobody's going to a brothel sing, right you now. Could, you could sing the high notes in a in a in a choir. <laughs> you could have a great music career. What, what if yeah. that happened? Yeah, that's true. That's go. true. You know, you might have a, a it progresses your music career a little bit longer to the point where like your lyrics and your frame of mind actually catches up, and you actually start producing that real good stuff. You ever seen so, that Filipino America's Got Talent? And he can sing the women's part and the guys' part. Well, there you Is go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh, so, I well, I guess this happens in everyday life. Like, what if somebody was <gasps> doing what? a sex? Well, somebody was doing a sex change, right? Like, they want to go from male to uh, female. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's exactly what it is, right? They're chopping their man bits off and trying to make women bits. I mean, it's not entirely exactly, but sure. not entirely okay. exactly. No, but you know what I mean. It's near. It's near, but not exactly. It is a trend. But it's, okay. It's, so it's a transition, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it is a transition. I mean, yeah, you know, in the same way, yeah, your life would change. So you know? if you, if you were, if you did get your balls chopped off, would you want to transition to be a woman? I mean, that's like, would a you, big leap. That's would a you big wanna... leap, though. Why, why would you immediately want to transition to a woman? If you never felt that you're a woman, that's true. That's inside, a good point. why that's would good you point. leap and be like, oh, I have no balls, now I have to be a woman? That's a dangerous leap. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I think people that make that transition have felt for most of their life, at least. That yeah, that they've they, been they assigned the wrong gender. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think that that's, that's something that, it's not a it's not a consequence of something else. It's just something that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I mean Swan, like, Swan like. wants his balls back. That's what I. That's what that, <laughs> is that still your answer? How about that? Is that still your answer, Swan? I think that's my answer. I think that's I think that's still my answer. I feel like that's I feel like answer. I could I feel like I could still make my life pretty good and then still have the ability to produce sperm. Yeah, I think that would be huh? okay. that would be that would be the ideal. Is it only is it only the sperm producing parts that are cut off, or is like the whole oh thing is cut off, man? Like it was like a tragic accident. Like the sack was torn open and the things just went boom out, and a, and a truck just ran it over. What was that? What was that noise? Boom! <laughs> 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 release sound. <laughs> no, it's yeah. a tragic accident. They're I'd, gone. I'd, I'd get I'd get my bits back and then I'd rebuild I'd my like- life. I mean, there's something to say about having like you know self esteem and whatever else too, right? You know. 
like, would you want to go through reconstructive surgery to try and make it look like there was something there or, you know, I don't know. Cause I mean, imagine yeah. if you weren't married or weren't involved in a relationship and you have to meet somebody new and go through that whole situation of like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's no different than meeting somebody new and saying, you know, at some point you have to reveal to them that, yeah, I'm barren. You know, I can't have kids, you know, I mean, I mean, unless she was like, or he was just, you know, your partner was somebody who was just super into balls. I, I, you know, I, I imagine it's something that you could overcome. You know, I have a conversation and be honest about it. Like, unless they're like, oh, no, that's all I love. I just want to suck on it. <laughs> <laughs> then you have a problem. Then you actually have a problem. <laughs> yes, that could be a problem. Right. You know, but but otherwise, I feel like it's you know you have a conversation about this stuff at some point. You know, the relationship. You know, well, what happens if you get early on in a relationship that, and then they like, did your balls never drop or something? You know, like what happens? How do you save face, man? Or then you have the conversation, or you got to I mean, bring it up. That's your opportunity point, yeah. to have it. That's your opportunity point, to have yeah, that conversation. Yeah. At some point, you're gonna have to have the honest conversation about what what the issues or or, or what you know what the future might hold. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Would for either of you, I don't, I don't know what you guys prefer preferences in terms of whether you want kids or don't want kids, but if you were dating somebody who wanted the opposite of whatever you wanted, would that mm. be a deal breaker for you? Oof. At, this point, at this point in our lives, say yeah, but, I think, you want yeah. kids and you were dating somebody that said, I never want kids. Would that be a Oof. deal breaker for you? And that's uh you know what I would offer. You might say, I would offer the ultimate. Like, okay. Are you okay with us having, uh, you know, you don't like, is it they don't want kids ever? Like they don't want to raise kids or they don't want to have kids themselves? Like the process of being I, I pregnant. Either, either or. They just, they don't, they, for whatever reason, either, they either don't or. Want kids. Yeah, for whatever reason, they don't want kids. Mm. Okay. Um, I, w- I would still offer, I'm going to have kids and have a kid's family with my other family. And so you, you would post that to them. You'd say, okay, here's, here's, here's a workaround. Here's a workaround. Here, 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 here is an option C. Here's an option C. We can have a larger family where, you know, I, I, you, I am split with you and my family where I have kids. When we started this discussion, sweetie, this is, uh, I bet you didn't think this was going to go here, but, uh, Let's toss an option F. Let's uh... yeah, yeah. Just, just throw some, you know, let's throw a wrench in the works here. Yeah, but sure no, I mean, coming, it's a but, serious uh, question, though. <laughs> it, it is no, it's a serious question. Like it, um, you know, all, all jokes aside, you know, of course, you're not gonna throw an option F in there. It, it for me, I would imagine, would warrant even more discussions on the matter of what it is you want. Like, you know, it would immediately be a, a situation that it would kind of be a portal to say, have a couple more conversations to really understand, are we actually on the same page? Mm. You know? Cause if you're not on the same page about something like that, it, it might be, you know, a, not, not a red flag, but you know, it, just might just be might per- something larger. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Of, of not being on the page, same page in a grander scheme of things. Exactly. Yeah. I know, yes. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I've 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 known I've known long time couples that, you know, were together for four or five years and 
and uh, you know, they got to the age where they started thinking about kids and they were just in completely different pages and they ended up breaking up and um, mm. it's, it's, yeah. it's always, it's always intriguing, especially as a guy, right? Because we don't, we don't have much say in it. Like we're not the ones that actually has to have the kid. Um, mm. So it's, it's interesting for us to, to not, you know, to have to respect that, you know, if, if maybe in your instance, like you said, she, she just doesn't want to go through childbirth. Right. So we have to respect that. Like that's, we're not the ones that are putting our body through this intense, is this, this, this intense nine months. So like, we have to respect it. Okay. She doesn't want to do that. Um, yeah. It, it'd, be, it'd be tough at that point. If that was the reason why she didn't want to have kids, it would be tough at that point to be like, well, we want different things. So I've got to go because like, you got to give, oh, no, but let her have that. No, but even even that point is is much different than I don't want to have kids at all. Because that point, then it's like, okay, are you open to adoption? Are you open, oh, open true, to a surrogate? Yeah, yeah, you know, true. you th- that at least leaves something on the table. If you just say, I don't want kids at all, I want nothing to do with the whole process of rearing another human being and educating them, all that. Okay, you know that, like you said, that's that's a more a much more that's like an that's essentially an ultimatum. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. It's essentially an ultimatum, if, especially if you feel the opposite way about it. It is an ultimatum. Is, you haven't been given, you know, a table to negotiate or say, oh, okay, well, you know, what about this? What about that? Like there's, it's this or the highway kind of thing. Fawcett's been real quiet. I have a feeling he might be going through this right now. Oh, he definitely <laughs> is, man. Am I thinking on, uh, on, uh, mute no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not yet. <laughs> It'll be an interesting one to come, though. It'll be interesting. No, I was thinking more 90 Day Fiance. I saw it on there. 90 Day Oh, you saw it on that? What, what happened on there? Well, the guy, was he was thinking about breaking up with the lady because he was from Nigeria, too, right? So it's important there to have a bigger family or something like that. And then, so if the lady couldn't have it, then it was a problem. Hmm. So was it that she couldn't have kids or she didn't want to have kids? She was a little bit old and then she had to do a test just to see if she could have them because she might have had mm. some problems. But then it turned out that she could and then everything's okay and then they had other issues out. <laughs> well, I mean, even that in itself is going to put stress on the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you start having a relationship of, you know, well, the future of our relationship depends on your uh, fertility. <laughs> You know, that's that's like a, that is a conversation I I honestly don't wish on my on my enemy. Yeah, for real. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not something you really have control over. Yeah, it's not something no, you have control man. over. That's just no. that's as much that's as you some, might want. That's some uninsurable act of God type. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's interesting. It is very interesting because that's I mean that's a big decision, right? That changes your entire life. Your entire life becomes something completely different. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, my coworker had a has to get a surrogate, but then to do that process, you have to find the third party person, be okay with that. Then you have to get a lawyer, get them to sign papers saying that they won't acknowledge the kid as their own later on or whatever it is, and then you're doing the surrogate process, and then you have to pay for all that stuff. On top of that, you have to explain to the kids someday how this whole process came about and how they were born. So there's a crazy amount that go into different adoption or surrogate or whatever, I mean, too. 
I mean, as you know, as as far as strange children situations go, it's not too bad. I mean, a surrogate. I mean, essentially, you know, you still share. I imagine DNA with one of the parents, right? Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. you know much different than you know explaining somebody in the day you were adopted. But okay, okay, you're, you're doing it with another one. So what happens if it's two Filipinos, but then the surrogate is a white lady who's like six foot tall. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. You still share DNA with one of those Filipinos, no? Or, or... Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not going to be like a thing that might be obvious in the future, the way you look with who your parents are or your... Yeah, you know? it's, it's a, I suppose. So here's, one for, here's one for you. Now, this is... I'm not going to name any names or give any specifics as to who's... It's not anybody you guys know, but it's somebody in Bermuda. I do know somebody. They were uh, a lesbian couple, um, and they decided they wanted to have a kid. <laughs> they, <Okay>. <laughs> they, they wanted to have a kid but they wanted the kid to have the dna of both of them in some way shape, mm. or form. so mm. one of so one of the one of the girls decided that she would be the one that had the kid mm. her egg etc and they asked the brother of the other girl oh dang his sperm to be the sperm that fertilized Ooh. Ooh, okay that's do, do you find that strange or do you find that does that make some sort of sense i mean that's like intimate it, it's kind of beautiful in a way and at the same time it's kind of like <sighs> i mean you know you know what you know what you know what it, it I, sounds I, I would say from a, from, a, from a male perspective i would say you might have a, a problem getting around it but from a situation where it's a same-sex couple, they're both women, and you know, it is carrying both your DNAs in a way. It sounds much more intimate and beautiful. From a male perspective, it was like, you know, you know, yes, it's gonna be her egg, but say I was, you know, I, I was infertile, and now my brother is gonna impregnate my wife. You know, that that I feel has a different connotation somehow than this situation. This situation somehow it it feels like, you know, it feels intimate and some somewhat um, wholesome. It feels. It's it feels, one. It's it one feels, of those things that when you first good. hear it, when you first hear it, you recoil a little bit. Like, oh, that sounds really weird. But then you think about it more and more, and you're like, actually, that kind of makes some sort of sense. It, and, it does. And um, the guy, so the brother, he himself is also gay. So he himself. Oh, okay. Okay. This. Okay. You didn't say that. You, that's a smoke gun. It's a, that's whole, a smoke gun. This sounds like a win, thing, win, right? win. So like. <laughs> But like, okay. how do you, as the guy, as the guy, how do you, I mean, this is both your nephew and your son. Yeah, I mean. I mean, that's got to be a tricky thing to, to, to live with as knowing that you're the father of this child. All right. But at the same time, you know, he's probably already going to be one of the closer male figures in the child's life. True. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So. It, oh, that is actually a really unique and interesting situation. There's a there's a lot of things about it that sound like you said. Yeah, you're kind of like whoa, whoa, whoa at first, but when you start to think about it, it kind of it's like a puzzle in, that starts in a to make weird sense. Weird way makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about think about super perspective. <laughs> what are you saying, Chad? I was just gonna say, think about when that kid comes of age and he asks the question, yes. "Who's my dad?" It's like, yeah. hey, well, it's Uncle Mike. It also becomes what? very. It does become very weird for the kid. You're right. Later on in life, that's a that's a difficult thing. A kid would have to come to terms with maybe. Okay, okay, but this is later on in life. A kid with the mentality of us as children. 
in the future with you know the rising number of same-sex families you know rising number of families being born with in vitro and this and surrogate and that this might be the least weird thing you know this might be the least weird thing in the future that kid might be talking with other kids that were born in a test tube and grown in a lab and then exactly. delivered to the family. Okay. I, so I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you, but just to play devil's advocate. Now, if it was a same sex couple mm-hmm. and one of them and, and the guy was shooting blanks mm-hmm. and the girl said, well, how about we get your brother to donate his sperm? Does that make it different? You mean if it was a heterosexual couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple, guy and a girl, okay. and the guy was shooting blanks. So then they said, "Well, how about your brother donates the sperm?" Oh, so definitely, they, definitely different. Definitely different. Okay, that makes a big there. difference, but, man. But so again, playing devil's advocate, why? Why is that different? Okay, uh, for, for instance, I'll, for instance, I'll say, if if you have a brother, right? Think about you and your brother. Think about all the situations you had with your brother growing up. You guys are pretty close in age. At some point, you guys must have had some fights and you must have had some tussles and what have you. And, you know, you trying to be, you know, trying to assert yourself and be your own person and your brother, you know, you're my little brother and all this and doing all that. So there's already that dynamic that exists in your relationship. Now there's going to be that dynamic with the point that you couldn't, you know, do the deed, so to speak, and I'm coming in to rescue you you know, I'm always giving you a helping hand. Like that dynamic is now going to be exponentially transplanted into this situation for the next 18 years plus. I mean, that in of itself, that little nugget in of itself is something that a psychologist would be like, okay, we need to talk about this. You need to sit down. Did you seem like you have something chest. to add, Mikey? That's so something, just, something, just something to get off his chest here. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm, I'm putting myself in that situation. I'm trying to think of like if my brother asked me to do that. Well, yeah. Would you say yes? I don't. Well, know. If you're being asked to do it, that's easier know. for you than for it to be done to your family. Right. You you asking your brother to do that. See, in my scenario, you know, of course, I'm just using the understanding of brothers, you know, yes, they're going to fight at some point. They even might be close, what have you, but still, you know, they're brothers. Maybe you're super close to your brother. You never fought. You always got along. That might, you know, that scenario might look different. Right. I don't know if that's the case with all brothers, but what's your relationship like with your brother? How about that? No, I don't like. I, I can't even think we've ever fought ever. Maybe once we've raised our voices at a dinner table, but that's pretty much it. That's okay. I mean, we've so never fought. We've never fought. If in the future you were shooting blanks, God forbid, knock on wood, but you were shooting blanks. Well, I'm thinking the opposite. And... So my brother is. No, 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 no. <laughs> you were shooting blanks because your brother already has a kid, so you cannot do that. No, he doesn't shooting... have a kid. Who doesn't have kids? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So maybe you still have that, uh, you know. But but in this scenario, you should. So you're shooting blanks, and you ask your brother, "Hey, you know, would you be open to helping us out? We want to start a family." You know. Or yeah, would you, I, would you I, I don't think I'd have a problem with that. I don't think that would be yeah? an issue to me. No. Okay. See, so the relationship with the brothers, I suppose, is is what you know. Maybe... I mean, but I'm not the only one to make the decision. It's definitely got to be up to the partner as well, right? Well, I mean, you and your partner have talked about this and you're like, we want it to have, you know, 
the react DNA. We want that. I mean, it, it depends. It's different if it's like artificial insemination or like. No, no, no. Natural. Natural. I was just going to ask that. How is that? Natural. natural. Nobody, nobody's talking about natural. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, what? No, not, this whole time we have definitely talked about that. No, no, no. We were talking about IVF or something. We were talking about donating sperm. We weren't talking about. We weren't talking about literally impregnating the girl. Like that's not what we were talking about. I mean, it's cheaper. It is. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not definitely ten thousand dollars. That's ten thousand dollars, man. You can put that towards the child's school fund. I mean, you might as well allow it. How do you think that works, though? What do you just lock? Both people in the room and be like, "Now do the." Deed. What do you mean? If they're not animals, they're adults. Glory you know, hole. They have a converse, They have a conversation. Maybe a glass of wine or two. They walk into the room. They lock you out. <laughs> no. What? What if it's a contract and you want to like see it happen, man? This is okay, used to happen weird. in olden that's days. Weird. What kind of contract? Weird, this used to happen in like olden days, man, where they wanted like proof olden that the. Days. Yes. Well, not not not. Yes. You this, need a witness, right? You need a witness. Oh, then you like, like limit what like the king or something like, like that. Yeah. This, or like. <laughs> this was like a thing in royalty where they wanted to know, like they wanted a confirmation that they consummated the marriage, like a royal marriage. Okay. And so, like, I mean, people, that's different. That's I know it's different, but I'm. So saying, you would put that in the contract that you need to see it. I don't. Well, okay, what if, so what table, if it table work? reversed. Table reversed. Your brother asks you, and he puts that in the contract. Are you okay with that? That he wants. What to if it see doesn't it? work, man? That's the thing. I was no, 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 no. He wants to see. If it doesn't work in the contract, it says if it does not work, participants shall try up to a maximum of seven times. What seven? <laughs> I don't know. It's a random number. <laughs> once a day. Once a day for a week. There we go. Seven. Yeah, exactly. Once a day for a week. See, it makes sense. If that was in the contract and your brother asked you, would you, would you be okay with that? Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, d- no, 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 no. I'm a teller. <laughs> I, I, would do, I would do the IVF route. I would definitely do the IVF route. But, but look, I mean, is, I mean, is that so wrong, though? I mean, the natural way? I mean, it's, it's, it's as long as everybody's in agreement about what this is. It'd be super then it, weird, then it man. shouldn't It'd be, be so wrong, weird. but it would be weird, but it would be incredibly weird. But I imagine it would be. I, I feel like the guy would have more of an issue with it. Technically, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong, Dan. What happens if you have STDs? But it would be incredibly weird. <laughs> you probably throwing all sorts of monkey hey. wrenches in here. <laughs> what? That, that, that's then, not what we're worried about now. What if they catch COVID while they're doing it? Like. Okay, I got what a question. Catch I STDs. I got so. Well, this might be a downer. Maybe I won't say it. Maybe we'll save it for another time. Just open your mouth. We, got, we ch- have fifteen minutes left. We can. We got time. Well, okay. So I was wondering, what if, what, how, how would you guys react? To say you were having difficulties having a kid, or maybe not even having difficulties. Technology gets better. They do like a, a blood test on the on the fetus on the embryo and find out that it has some health problem or like they they know for sure that it's going to be uh-huh. born with some health problem or something like that, right? Right. Um, I'm curious how now that we're of child rearing age or whatever of how do you guys feel about aborting some somebody in uh, knowing that the kid's going to have difficulties for the rest of his life. Mm. And would you support, like, obviously you're going to support your child as much as you can, but I'm thinking from a, 
a financial point of view, uh, brain, psychological point of view, view, you know, do you think society is getting to a point where we're more thinking about ourselves and our own well-being that people are going to be more uh, easily adjusted to do, to do that? I, for me, I think that I would, I would hope, obviously I've never been put in this position and I hope I never am. Um, I would hope that whatever decision I would make my own personal finances or financial status or, or ability to do this wouldn't really come into it. It would be about the quality of life that I think the child would have. If, if, you know, yeah, it's a tough one, man. That's a really tough one. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm with someone on this. It's a question of quality of life. Like, forget your financial situation. Just, just from a simply quality of life standpoint, you look at you know the way our society lives now, the sense of community, the sense of taking care of one another. It's, you know, it's been diminished so much to the point where like now you can take care of other people at a cost. You know, it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, healthcare. Right. It's a commodity. Take care of other people at cost. It sounds like daycare. If if you if you had foreknowledge of this, you know, and I'm not afraid to say this. I I really I don't think I would be, you know, up to be like yes, you know, I want this child to go through all these difficulties, and then at some point, you know, people will be asking this question, or you know, even put them in a position where they, they're not able to be the person to have this conversation about their own health care where people are like, oh, what do we do with this person? You know, like it's, it's one thing when, yes, you know, it's a baby, it's, uh, you know, human children are, you know, helpless. You got to take care of them or, you know, your parents get older, you have to look after them. But it's one thing to be like, you know, having people in the prime of their life and what have you start having conversations like that about you conversations, you know, for you, you know, it, it, I would hate to have to put somebody in a position where they had to live through that you know, where somebody has yeah. had this conversation about you or, you know, how do we do the, you know, take care of the, like, it just seems it's, and given the trajectory of, um, of families and, uh, you know, the more not isolated, but, but less communal nature of human mm-hmm. existence, I would definitely err on the side of, uh, not wanting to have somebody deal with that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's put it, put it at the other end of the spectrum. Um, and you know, somebody who's in constant pain while they're living there, you know, constant pain. And it's, you know, it's an surety that, that this illness is going to kill them and they are constantly in pain and, and, and constantly, you know, struggling each day to just, just to wake up. Um, mm do you, do you, and do you end their life humanely? Do you, is is it a humane decision to say it's, it's, it's more humane for you to, to not be alive right now because Mm -hmm. you are in so much pain. It's, it's almost the exact same situation just on the other end of the spectrum of if you're going to bring this child into the world and it's good, it's only going to be in pain. It's only ever going to be in pain. That's that's a difficult decision to to make. in in that scenario where this person is in pain, right? Have they have they lived a life without pain? Yes. Have they experienced? Okay, so they've experienced life before this pain, this ailment, whatever developed. 
In that scenario, I would, you know, give them that choice, that option. Choice. This is yeah, your choice. choice. This yeah. is your option, right? You've, you've lived your life. You know mm-hmm. what, you know, that it's about. In a situation where the person is not even born yet, like, yes, you can say yes. You know, you can give them an opportunity to live their life, but they will never be able to live the gamut of their life. They will, mm-hmm. Their life will be secluded to a portion of the existence of everybody else. So in that, in that kind of comparison, I, I mean, I don't feel like it's entirely apples to apples in the sense that they will be secluded to a, an experience of life that is kind of, um, uh, I don't want to say it's in a tunnel or, but it, it it's much more smaller than the scope and breadth of it. Yeah. It's definitely you know? tough, but also, like if you look at it, like other people might think about it too. Like either way, it's a tough decision, right? Like whether yes or no, but there will be the outside thinkers that will just think like, what if it's natural selection, right? Almost like, well, it's like, if you know it's genetically born like that, maybe that wasn't supposed to be in the world, right? Right. So there's those people that think like that too. So it's yeah, tough I, all around. For Yeah, I think it's one of the, it's one of those situations that, you know, in today's world, I think we, we constantly, especially, you know, with the internet and everything else, there's, there's just constant need for black, black or white. It's, it's either this or it's that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it feels like there's, there's no, there's no ever, there's never any discussion about nuance or any discussion about, you know, shades of gray. And I think this is one of the situations that's, it's going to be different for every single person, for every oh, single for sure. child, yeah, for sure. you know, to make that call now when I'm not in the heat of that situation, I, I, that's such a difficult one to wrap my head around as to, as to all the different factors that are going to come into play because, you know, you won't know what all the different factors are until you're in that position because, you know, different stages in your life and, and different stages in you and your partner's life and different st- it's, it's so many, there's so many different factors that, that, that will come into a decision like that, that that's a tough, it's a tough thing to, to make a call on now. Yeah. Wow, Mikey. Thanks. I told you it was going to be a difficult talk. I told you it was going to be a difficult talk. Mikey, we don't pay you to give us topics. More difficult about them. What do you pay me for, Ola? We don't pay you, first of all. (laughs) Actually, Chant, before we leave, what was it? Can you get get insurance? There's insurance for sperm eggs, man. There oh, is, there's, there's, there is specific there's insurance in, in the policy. Those yes. people wow. who got their stuff yeah. taken that I was talking about, they held a memorial for the eggs and uh, sperm that was taken. Like, uh, okay, that's too much. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bit much. That's, that's too much. That's that's much. much. How do they, An unfertilized you know, egg? Come on. That's, <laughs> that's like holding memorial for dead skin cells in the shower. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, a, they're having like a vigil person, for yeah. like, it's yeah, they don't have pictures of people. They just have little pictures of sperm cells. Fucking with their eggs and sperm. Nah, yeah, that's too much. That's, <laughs> that's, that's too deep. <clears throat> Just get the insurance and be on your way. <laughs> <laughs>